Bobcat 411 is intended for entertainment and does not reflect the opinions of the University Star, Texas State University Student Media, the School of Journalism and Mass Communication, or Texas State University. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> I'm so fresh, man. Man, y'all scared to do it how I do it. <laughs> Hey, Bobcats and Bob Kittens. Meow. <laughs> Welcome to the latest edition of Bobcat 411. As always, I'm your host, Shmanda. And this is E. The intern, as Meow. always. <laughs> stop your meowing. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Tuesday night was election night, midterm elections. Big night for Texas. And um, I'm I'm sure most of you listeners went and voted. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> I tried. I got rejected several times. But I didn't. How did you not know you had to go back to where you were registered? No, I vote? knew, but uh, th- it's a long story. Um, it, it, it's a long story. Anyway, uh, we we were all kind of sorely disappointed in the results. Or, yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Without being too biased, I think most yeah. people our age and you know colleagues expected a different outcome. But, I mean, it I mean, is what it is. Texas spoke. I'll just say it. I voted for Wendy Davis and Letitia Van de Peut. Um, Letitia. 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 Well, she says it like Letitia. Letitia. Mm. So, um, you know, I, I had the, the fortune to meet her last year at Texas Tribune Fest, and she's a wonderful lady. You know, I grew up in, in uh, San Antonio, so she's done a lot of really good things, you know, for the education system. She's really supportive of the police department, um, everything like that. So I think that they both would have done well, but... I got to say, Wendy Davis did not do an excellent job of campaigning. I mean, she really lost the minority vote. She lost Harris County and Bear County, both of which were districts that Bill White uh, won the last time, um, you know, Perry was contested. Um, And actually, he beat her by a quarter of a million votes, which, you know, really says something about her campaigning, like, you know, especially because, you know, arguably she had more notoriety and, you know, arguably more of a following, especially at the beginning than Bill White did, um, you know, coming as mayor of Houston. Um, so that was really unfortunate. Um, I have to say, I think what, what sorry, go ahead. Where do you think she, she failed most in her campaign? Um, uh, it was definitely getting the Hispanic vote, especially in the Rio Grande Valley. And honestly, um, I'm, I'm personally pro-choice. I don't think that there's anything wrong with, um, you know, a woman's right to choose, you know, to terminate a pregnancy. Uh, Wendy Davis spoke out publicly about terminating two pregnancies. I think there's nothing wrong with this. And in a perfect world, um, you know, a woman should be able to speak about it freely, but honestly, that's what hurt it because, you know, Hispanics are predominantly Catholic and they don't typically support that. So a vote Catholic and Hispanic that should have both gone Democrat, I think it turned a lot of them off. But I think that that just goes to show most people, and like this is completely unrelated to Wendy or it could be related to this, but most people think that just because uh, like someone is Hispanic, they automatically qualify as a as a Democrat, or we'll vote for the person that's representing, but this goes to show that it doesn't really, it's not just about immigration for Hispanics. There's no. so many things that, like, revolve about around, you know, who you vote for. And I, I mean, although it wasn't what we expected, I think it opens the door for future. I think, I think we're about to enter a really bleak 
uh, a really bleak four years uh, for Texas, honestly. Um, predominantly, my fears lie with Dan Patrick. You know, people often talk about, you know, one of the main sources of power in Texas. Well, you know, if you want all the power, you run for lieutenant governor. I mean, Dan Patrick, he just has a really poor track record. He's the one who introduced the invasive sonogram bill that, you know, eventually passed, which is just not cool with me and it's not cool with you know most women I would say he also said recently on his Facebook that he thinks that God is talking to us through Duck Dynasty and that it's an exciting time to be a Christian in America because of this and I think that is just the most bizarre thing I've ever heard like you know, my, I come from a Christian family and a Christian background, so obviously I, you know, take no issue with that. But to, like, does this man legitimately think that this bearded, like, duck man is, like, a vessel of Christ and is speaking to America? Like, that's... <laughs> that, that, that really makes me fear the, the, yeah. the next four years And you know what else? Texas. If anybody from any other religion or any other race said that, they would be condemned as crazy. It is a very white privilege to say those kind of things. And I was Strong just... Strong term to use, but there's nothing more that you can attribute it to. I, I, that's what it is. It's, it's white Christian privilege. And I was just floored by it. And I actually saw a really funny tweet um, that the Texas Tribune retweeted. And it was, uh, Dan Patrick started his victory speech um, at the same time that Greg Abbott was still talking. And is that going to be a preview of the Texas Ledge session? <laughs> I'm thinking probably yes. Uh, uh, that's um, such a it's such a hard topic. And it, although, although we as co-hosts share some of the same values, that doesn't mean that we're like trashing whoever won. It's just, I mean, it's just sharing our opinions. But I mean, I'm hoping that Greg Abbott will be as ineffective as the governor as he was as the attorney general. Um, so I'm snap, not too. Snap. I'm, I'm not. I mean, he he was like a lame duck attorney general. He was so concerned with keeping Obama out of Texas, his words that he you know failed to really recognize any of the problems at hand, especially when it comes to education and funding uh, for education. That's the problem that I'm probably really most afraid of like the edu- the future for education in Texas teachers and even the students which are like in the end the ones that get hurt the most I think that things are going to be stalemate for him but what I'm really worried about is Dan Patrick because I mean I, I ultimately I respect Greg Abbott but I have waning if little respect for Dan Patrick I think he's kind of a fool that is that and we obviously encourage you to share your opinion about the results of the of the midterm voting with us using the hashtag bobcat411 let us know what you think let us you know let's start a conversation about this it's an important thing that we should talk about yeah on a slightly lighter note yeah just <laughs> I don't, that took, took a dark turn there were a few barbs but let, let, let's uh, not forget we, we had is, to get off our chest yes um why don't you take us to hollywood amanda well see what's going, going on going hollywood a lot of exciting things are happening first of all my personal role model the patron saint of fame chris <laughs> jenner had her birthday today and twitter and instagram were abuzz with tribute to the goddess <laughs> tribute to the goddess she i mean i have to say i just saw a picture of her recently and Jesus, she's banging she can she can rule the world right now. She looks phenomenal. Uh, Bruce Jenner should have gone to her plastic surgeon because she looks phenomenal. And he looks like uh, he's wearing a skin mask. <laughs> he looks like he belongs in Silence of the Lambs. Like, Chris Jenner is slowly, like, sucking the life out of Bruce. Maybe that's what it is. She's feeding on his youth. Like, she preys on his, like, blood every night, and that's what keeps her looking beautiful. Like American Horror and Story And him looking like season. somebody put them in a, he, somebody put him in a microwave. <laughs> What do you think, Otis? Good Lord. Chris Jenner, something, someone that you would... Chris Jenner? You know what? Chris you Jenner. Ta- you talked about this to me about the, before the show. The more and more I thought about it, you know what? 
I think Chris Jenner and I would make some beautiful kids. I about to say, Ooh. ultimate question, could Chris Jenner get it? I think Chris She could get it. I think she could get it. She could she get, get it. it. She could See? get it here too, man. Three out of three winning. You know, I thought more and more about it. Like, you know what? Chris Chris made some beautiful babies. I mean, she has good genes. I mean, look she at her does. daughters. Yes, look no, her seriously. Daughters. How do literally every single one of your children turn out attractive R.I.P. Rob? And we but all <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's because he gained some weight. If Rob lost like a quarter or half a dollar or something, you know, he probably he probably he needs to lose literally like eighty pounds. That's what he said he gained. Also, Shoot. I have the most genius idea for a reality show ever. It's called Saving Rob. And it's Rob <laughs> oh gets fit with goodness. Bob Harper from The Biggest Loser. And he goes to therapy with Dr. Drew and also Iyanla from Iyanla Fix My Life on my own network. <laughs> yeah, she know. helps out too. And I think it would be like the greatest thing ever. There would be that tears. the greatest crossover of networks ever. sweat and tears. And I would watch every second of it. Like, Amanda, what do you think of this stuff? Isn't from? that genius? That's I should hilarious. like When do you have television. time to think about this? It, it just comes to me when... when I'm least expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you are my literally something else. Are you saying she has a lot of free time on her hand? I didn't mean to say it. You said it. I didn't say it. <laughs> when I just I'm waiting in line it. at the CC's buffet, <laughs> waiting to load up my that plate That is a regular ranch. activity of Amanda, if you didn't know, waiting in line at the CC's buffet. CC's is for geniuses. Like, you don't go to CC's, you're a damn fool. CC's Five dollars. <laughs> CC's is for people that do not care for their body. Did you say body. CC's is for 20-year-olds? 12-year-olds. No, two 12-year-olds. <laughs> Yeah, it's for Church Camps and Amanda Ross. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of this show, Church, Church Camps and Amanda, Amanda Ross. Ross. Both of whom are deities. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, literally, when I, okay, you know, Dia de los Muertos, you know how people put, um, like, the foods that the people enjoyed on I'm the gonna altars? I'm going to put these pizza you on would, yours. You would just put, like, bowls of ranch on my altar. Good <laughs> like, Lord. Like, bowls of ranch and then, like, half, half and drink. And instead like, of, like, sugar skull, like, like you know, Coors candy Light. skulls, I would make, like, pepperoni, like, skulls for her. It would be beautiful. Um, everyone on Facebook was super, super excited and sharing this like crazy. Netflix has optioned um, the book series, A Series of Unfortunate Events, yes. into an original television show. And... Like let's let's think about for a second the amazing original programming on Netflix like BoJack Horseman, House of Cards, Orange Is New Black, Hemlock Grove, the Arrested Development season. Mm-hmm. Like th- this is going to be phenomenal. They're killing the game right now. This they are going to be, take yeah. over television or yeah, yeah, telev- quote unquote television or like you know, entertainment. Over. The only thing that's good for television, I feel like, is sporting events. And even yeah. people start streaming. I mean, pay per view. I think pre- pretty much sports is going to start streaming its own thing because they realize they can make a lot of money off. Of that I think yeah. that's where that's going but well, Netflix just, right now it's the same thing with with HBO Go like they yep. they're you know do original program of course HBO does original programming but for the first time they're offering HBO yeah. Go for non HBO subscribers yeah. like which and is going to be huge be really and that's cool. amazing because they you can literally like just a few months ago, I watched the whole entire series of Sex and the City. No shame in my game, and it's there. wow. You have a lot of free time on your hands. <laughs> Amanda, I you multitask. I multitask. Okay, I'm sure I don't even. You're not know me. What you're doing at the same time. Anyways, <laughs> oh lord. I'm, a, I'm just like HBO Go is a great service, and I yeah. think the fact that Netflix takes on these projects that are so ambitious, yeah, and alternative to what's on TV, because literally TV, besides a few shows, um, aka How to Get Away with a Murder. Um, everything is just like basically the same tone and Netflix just really offers like that really cool alternative. Dude, cable is out with the exception of anything in Shondaland. But, uh, Shonda Thursdays. Exactly. exactly. She owns that. But everything else, like it's all about network television. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, AMC, Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, um, FX, you mm-hmm. know, The Americans. The FXX. Um, FXX, correct. 
uh, what's it called? Yeah. American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Like it's you know network TV where you can say things and do things that you couldn't do, and you know the super tightly restricted cable television or uh, yeah, cable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Streaming is definitely going to take over. It's the next step. It's, 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 it's definitely next. Step. I mean, and even YouTube. I mean, that's how people oh, yeah. are getting yeah, big, yeah. big time. YouTube's. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I watch really YouTube first started it. just as much as I watch television. Like all my beauty gurus, all my vloggers. Yeah. I love YouTube. I'm obsessed. YouTube is a great resource for humanity. We should be YouTube celebrities. I feel like it could happen. Could you see us as YouTube celebrities, Otis? Yeah, could you? Would you, this. would you follow us? Would you of be in our I'd following? Of course I'd follow you guys. Come on. Do we want to work kittens? We'd be yes, divas I'd so be fast. one of the kittens. <laughs> that's, what our, that's what our uh, Follow followers would be called. called. Kittens. The kittens. Remember we were going to have a soccer team called the kittens? <laughs> oh, Bob Kittens. <laughs> <laughs> We've made so many groups. Scratching the eyes out of the competition. <laughs> Sorry, that's, a, that's another show. <laughs> also, this weekend, um, Christopher Nolan's new movie, Interstellar, opens. Interstallion. Yeah. <laughs> I've, been, I've been seeing the previews for this. For months now, and it looks like it's going it to looks be phenomenal. It, but like, I think the rule is you have to see it in IMAX, not yeah. 3D, yeah. not 3D, because that's lame. But IMAX for Who sure. Who goes to 3D movies these days? Oh my god, I saw Gravity in 3D because everyone was like, "Oh, you have to, you have to." Was I thought I was it? gonna throw up I when they're doing all those flips and stuff. Got I haven't pl- seen a 3D movie in a long time. I that just was don't that care. was the like the one like blockbuster I've ever seen in 3D and it was a nightmare. We got to plug in our buddy Cameron Cutshaw because all he talks about is Interstellar. He's been talking about it for like a year now. Isn't that his like a favorite? That's like, like director, his director. Yeah, yeah Christopher Nolan, not Quentin Tarantino. I'm super, uh, I'm, uh, I'm super, stop. super excited. The McConaissance continues. Yeah, McConaughey and Hathaway and making a return Hathaway, to big Finally, screen. in a movie that's kind of different for her. Well, Anne Hathaway, I feel like is really turning around. Remember how much like there's that weird Anne Hathaway backlash where like everyone really hated her. Yeah. And now I feel like it's got, over it. It just, she was like doing the most yeah. in not well, a good way. I read something, I think it was in Vanity Vanity Fair where they said, it always seems like Anne Hathaway is playing the award winning role of Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like something a little, you know, disingenuous. I mean, if you go to YouTube and like, like search, like, you know, um, Anne Hathaway acceptance speeches, she always like looks like she always just, She's always so mesmerized by the fact that she wants. She knows she's a good actress. Yeah. Like she has to drop that act. But yeah. anyways, she's coming back, and this movie looks truly super, amazing. Super, super good. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm for I'm excited it. to go watch it. I haven't been to the movies in a long time, so. I go. I see like everything. I'm terrible. <laughs> um, you know, the four one one and the five one two. There is so much happening this weekend. First of all, tailgate. Tailgate. Well, you know what's funny about tailgate too? You mentioned it. The football game's at three. This is the first afternoon game in a while. Uh, Wait, what? Uh, look, look, look at the two hosts. Look at the two hosts. I love it when I do this to them, to, to <laughs> these two. But. Um, the game's at 3 o'clock, so everyone's going to be out at 8 a.m., and everyone's going to be you, a little bit you, more, you uh, you know, you what You're telling me that I have to, like, wake up early and wake start up drinking early. early? But yep. you know what that means? It means there's time to take a nap and rally before going to the square that night. Exactly, it, oh exactly. That's my favorite, right. I think, like, Saturday I think routine. The, I think the square should be happy. They might get no, a lot more business You wake up 8 a.m., crack Flawless. open a shower beer, look beautiful, get your tailgate dress on, go down, tailgate, whoop it up, whatever, go to the game, leave, like, 20 minutes before it's over. Yeah, yeah. You go stay home, the whole game. Go home, shower. No. Go to Chimmy's. Come back, take a nap. Go to 6th Street. <gasps> I've never... I did that last time. <laughs> nope. Not doing that again. I'm sticking to my local grounding hey, this the time. intern is out. <laughs> Yo, my, ca- my catchphrase sophomore year was I'd be like, 6th tonight! Like, before we had any, like, major event to do before, like, a boat party or, like, going to a tailgate, and I never, ever, ever made it. Ever. It was, like, a, an ongoing joke that I would always be like, six tonight, and it never happened. Last time I did that, it was not good. 
But um, yeah, attend um, the Bud Light Tang where I'll be VIP, of course. I'll be there with <laughs> the GoPro. Uh, the weekend of fests, Worst Fest kicks off this week. Whoop, it whoop. lasts 10 days. Pictures. So I'll go next week when it's not so gross outside. Um, also, fun, fun, fun. Uh, super, super excited for that. Two Chains is going to be there. Wiz Khalifa, yeah. Dinosaur Jr., Alt J, different. Judas yeah, Priest. Ju- What's funny yeah, is I'm Judas different. Priest was my mom's first concert ever. And wow. Now I understand her. everything pictures of her. about her. My mom was a rock chick. <laughs> pictures of her throwing the, the rock the devil rock horns. Yeah. So that's where what I get it from. What has become to be my iconic throw sign. Let the record show that I'm wearing a leather jacket. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Let the record show that she's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that too. As Ernest, as Ernest said before, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can always tweet us at University Star. Don't um, be afraid. Our personal handles at It's Amanda Ross, at E Macy's. Um, hashtag Bobcat411. And um, we will see you next week. Yeah. Good night, Canada. Gotta check.